0: Ladies and gentlemen, I always go on about how I need more guests on the program, and today I've finally tracked down a man that I used to work with on a project in my university days, a very good friend of mine. I have uh, producer Brent still on an intern basis with me, and uh, it's good to have these guys here. Um, Salty, we call him Matthew, Salty Samard welcome to the program salty how are you doing today
1: what's going on iris man good to see you dude it's been a while
0: it's been it's been too long and honestly uh i've been bad with staying in touch like i feel like you and i haven't even been like we haven't even been talking texting very much and um we used to we made a podcast in university called the lake show and when we had met that was basically how we met we had yeah. uh, been acquainted before we'd met at parties and stuff. And like I definitely think that you're the kind of guy that if I saw you at the gym or saw you at the bar, or saw you in the hall, we'd say hi and hello. But other than that, yeah. like we hadn't really met. And I remember, yeah. I don't even know who got us in touch, but I've been like Cooper I think, Allen.
1: I think it was Cooper Allen, man. I gotta be honest. yeah. yeah I, don't, got, I don't even know
0: what the premise was, like if who wanted to get a podcast going, but I had been in the woods of trying to get some any reason to get going with something. And mm-hmm. I thought about that in the past. I remember there'd been rumblings of a school of a school radio station or something like that, that had been thrown around. And I'd always been really interested in getting involved with anything possible. And I would tried making a couple podcast episodes with uh, another friend of mine at the time that literally, I think might've got one listen each. And I knew you had been doing, you were working on something with your buddies back then, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, I, I had done a bit before, like I was kind of getting it going with the, with a the buddy back home. And then what happened is now I'm trying to kind of, you know, put the pieces together. I was working with Cooper on the NU crew. That's when we started that like fan section, We're trying to get like the games a little rowdier and get stuff going on campus. And I was also working part time for Casey, um, Casey Phillips. Dr. Case fails. my apologies. And so it kind of, that's how it all worked out. He, Casey was helping us out with the NU crew and we were trying to find a different way to kind of get the word out. And I was kind of doing podcasts on the sides already. It was something I enjoyed. Uh, So Casey's like, all right, well go for it. Like, well, we'll we'll take care of the equipment, all this stuff, you know, you set it all up, we'll have your back. And then from there, Cooper was one of the well, like, remember Harps from the hockey games? Yeah. Kind of the same thing you were saying, you know, knew you around and always say what up and always had a good time. But, Never had a formal introduction. It's like, well, he's kind of in that too. He's doing a uh, podcast or trying to do a podcast. You guys should link up. And then the first time we linked up was for the first ever episode. And I think our first ever conversation was on it. So it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I'll never forget. I don't, I remember it was November, might have been like 2018, probably when we started. Yeah, it. I think so. I think yeah. it was my fourth year of university. And mm-hmm. um, I ended up doing it a fifth. So we did it through the duration of those next two years. And we didn't, we came up with quite a few episodes. I don't think we were weekly by any means, but we came yeah. up with about 35, I think, 33, 35. And yeah. I'll never forget, like you said, that first night we met, The day we met at the athletic center, mm. I was hung over as shit. I don't remember the <laughs> premise, but I remember I was hey, just hung. I forgot hung we could swear on this, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, oh yeah, you, you can say whatever you want. Yeah,
1: not like the university one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't swear on the university podcast. And obviously, you didn't really need to. There was no No, need to. And there's not really, like, I swear too much. I get a lot of. Sometimes I listen back to it and I wish I didn't swear as much. I feel like it's lazy sometimes. It's kind of like an easy way of saying, um, you know, a a, a stupid (laughs) way. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, my parents always give me shit about swearing and stuff. But you can, you can say whatever the fuck you want um what were we saying there and yeah, I remember that first time we met we we talked for like 20 minutes and we made a quick little episode and I mean we had fun with that that show and the reason I wanted to get involved was because like I felt like it had a reason for a little bit of a community that would tune in you know it yeah. might be easier to get some listens and get a reason to have something to talk about with a basis not just be so like of a blank page and kind of mm-hmm. get the hang of it because I'd never really done much of that and I'd always wanted to and that's how you and I got acquainted and I mean, we had a lot of fun doing that. Like, we just kind (laughs) of, like, interviewed whoever. We got a couple guys. We got, like, Tim McAuliffe from Tim & Sit at the time with uh, Sportsnet. We had Ivanka Osmak on. Uh, We interviewed – President of the school. President of the school. We had some – a bunch of different athletes and just people we thought that were interesting. And we tried – I feel like we both run into the understanding of – we didn't want to just have a boring – you know, it's so easy to just have a podcast. And we even at the start, I feel like we're just, like, reading off scores – yeah we were I like, like the dude one like you gotta I realize like no course. one gives a fuck
2: so i think we were <laughs> yeah. pretty
0: honest with ourselves we yeah learned quick and i feel like we tried to create something that you and i appreciated the craft so i mm-hmm. feel like we wanted to make something that was at least listenable and have a good time yeah. with it and, and then that's definitely what we did and
1: I mean, it's funny you bring that up though, the, the scores thing. I remember thinking back at like the first eight episodes and how we would just line it up like, all right, ready? I got women's volleyball, you got men's basketball. We would just like t- talk about how we lost pretty much like half the games. <laughs> like, oh, how many times did you say it? another tough one for the Lakers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like in this or I
0: would realize too, like when we would put them out, it was like it's not like someone's going to listen to them that night. The minute we <laughs> yeah. drop them, so like heavens forbid you yeah. drop back and listen to one from a couple of weeks before. Like half of it was gonna be scores that you didn't give a shit
1: exactly. about. <laughs> from
0: a game before regular season game, that probably didn't matter much. So it was pretty, it was pretty hilarious. Like I don't know. Yeah, but I think we got tried. To, we tried to get more away from athletics. Like we'd have people on, yeah. but we tried to realize. I feel like that that there's more interesting things to talk about than just you know mundane. Like how do you like mm. your sport? How'd you get into it? I mean that was all yeah. fun, but. I think that's yeah, I mean, why, was... I mean, sorry, go on.
1: No, no I was going to say, I mean, I, I think that kind of goes with why some people enjoyed it. I think some people enjoyed it. It was just how raw it was. Like you could just tell yeah. that like we were learning kind of on the flow and it was getting better as people were listening to it. As, and well, hopefully it was, but yeah, it was fun. But like you said, it was cool to take people out of their elements. And even when we did have athletes kind of just like talk to them about a lot of different stuff that was going on, not just like, okay, how's the sport going? Because that gets pretty redundant.
0: 100%. No, I feel like, and we were both on the same page and, you're both but something different to the show it was nice too because you were you were good at like the editing side of things which I had no clue how to do and I mean I basically <laughs> left that completely to you I kind of hung you out to dry with all those duties I mean you definitely put in a lot more hours than me I felt oh, like I, I, I felt selfish feeling like I used to always just show up and yap and
1: Bucking hey, line. everybody's I'm got, got their my role. In peace. Everybody's got their role in team. You're <laughs> the high flying Hawaiian on the wing, just bearing goals, and I was taking care of, you know, defense. <laughs> we actually switched roles we, from what we, we do on the ice.
0: <laughs> we had, yeah, they're right. We had, we had sick time though. We, we, we. I think we did, we did a good, pretty good thing. And I don't know, th- we had tons of listeners. It's hard to still, I feel like track. I wish podcast analytics were fucking completely different. It was yeah. A joke. We had a good time, and actually, it's funny you say that. Yeah, they did buy some equipment. I actually like ran off with this mic. This is the Lake Show mic <laughs> that I'm talking on right now. And I got I was in contact with someone who was contacting me about it because a couple guys took it over. Yeah. And I was trying to get in touch with him, and he's like, "Do you want me to send it back to you?" And um, I was like, I kind of got sentimental about it. I was like looking him up online. I was like, I could just buy a new one that was nasty. It came out with a newer <laughs> model of the same, of the one I have now. And I don't know. I was like, this is the only one I've ever spoken into. Made a lot of good plot in my eyes. It got me going. I was like, I, I kind of want to hold on to it. And I kept saying to the guy, like, I was like, well, I'll just kind of buy you a new one. And then I kept trying to buy him a new one, buy a new one, send him on Amazon. I think it got sent. To, there you go. I don't know if they ever received it. I don't believe they did. I think there was no, <laughs> I was never going to, so I, fact, there was no confirmation, believes that there was never a a receival. Is that a word of a microphone? But if anyone's listening from that program, uh, hey, give me a shout and get you a mic. I don't know what's going on, but for the time being, I'm still talking to this one at the moment. And I hope that's all right.
1: Does it still have the Lakers pod sticker on it there? (laughs) No, but it used to to have a...
0: Oh, yeah, no, what does it say here? There's a sticker on the back. I'm flipping it around. You probably can't hear me right now. (laughs) Returned. Return to B10.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> B- return to B210. Is that in the okay. Athletic Center? No, I think that's uh, – well, maybe. But if not, it's Casey's office, I think, Dr. Phillips.
0: Still has the sticker on it,
1: so yeah, maybe, so, I mean, maybe one day
0: I'll return it to B210.
1: Casey's the best, and if he ever he is listening at this, we we apologize. We'll figure that out. But well, I sure don't
0: think you true. have to really apologize. I kind of made off with it like a bandit. We were yeah. sharing this thing and I, I don't even know how I got it in my hands.
1: I don't know either. I feel I like we, we were either. trying to do something. I feel like we were trying to set something up right as we were leaving and we just said uh, we didn't have time or could it out or something like that.
0: Yeah, who knows? Well, who knows? I remember we, it started off like it was like locked up in the athletic center. No one could use it. And then we just started like taking it home yeah. and no one said anything and.
1: Yeah, and then the camera stuff got stolen at some point. But anyways, we can also get into that. Someone's, Remember how bad we wanted to do the videos? We wanted to get. Yeah, we had we had, a, we had a
0: camera and everything. We were gonna
1: make like mics and stuff. We yeah. were gonna. We
0: had like a kind of a legit production. I don't know. We just never got into the show. We always said we were gonna do it. Uh-huh. It was tough at the time. Like, I mean, you were in full time school. I was in full time school, and I was playing hockey. Like,
1: you're playing, yeah.
0: It was. I remember that made it tough too because I remember yeah. our schedules were so different.
1: Imagine if we would have had a credit for this or something like that. Cause we never got paid, obviously like we were doing it. Fine,
0: no, but... I worked so much harder at that than I did at any, at anything <laughs> I ever did at university though.
1: i probably definitely put more time into that than any course that I ever took.
0: Well, I definitely cared about it more than anything I'd ever done in, in school. It was, right. uh, it was, it was a fucking awesome time. And you yeah, were a varsity cool. athlete as well. You were a soccer player, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, many moons ago yeah I used to play. I guess I finished up um uh, my fourth year, so that's the year right before the podcast that we were talking about then
0: okay, for sure, so mm-hmm. I feel like my American listenership has grown to a <laughs> level that I've read by statistical analysis of this great show that's done by the people upstairs in our offices at the warehouses at the corporate and it seems like we have a it's just I got to bring it up, I guess so we were going to university in Nipissing. It was called Nipissing university. It was in North Bay, Ontario, about four and a half hours north of Toronto. And we were playing, uh, both were playing. We were both varsity athletes up there. You know, it's not like the NCAA, but it's, that's like our like division one, I, I guess you call it our yeah, varsity yeah. sports. So you, uh, you were a soccer athlete that's played right. up there in the OUA. Was it the Western conference? It's called the, yeah, Ontario the university conference athletics. On. So you yeah. did that for four years and then was that in your fifth, did I catch you in teacher's college when you were doing the pod?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was, in, uh, I was still working as an AT at the time, actually, with the team. I worked a, as a, an athletic therapist with the team for two years afterwards and with the volleyball teams and stuff. But, yeah.
0: Okay, sweet. So, that's awesome. So, tell us a little bit, I guess, about your soccer tenor. How, like, what, what was it like? You played soccer all the time growing up and then you just worked your way into university?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, obviously a big part of my life since I was pretty young, kind of like any sport, like I'm assuming for you as well for hockey. And then uh, actually in grade nine, decided to flip over to a sports school. So I went to a sports school that allowed me to play soccer kind of like for half the day. And from then on, it just, you know, the passion grew and I I loved the sport and wanted to do something uh, later on. And uh, I knew kind of my angle and like, especially at the time, like not to get too deep into cadence soccer. But at the time, there wasn't a CPL, Premier League, or like the MLS was kind of going. It wasn't where it is now, and we weren't really respected as much as we are now as North Americans in general for soccer. So it was tough to try and you know imagine something apart from the NCAA or the OUA. So I was in the sports school, kind of you know getting to graduate, and I knew I wanted to play at the collegiate level. And I looked at some NCAA options, a few OUA options, and uh, ended up in the beautiful town of North Bay. I just I remember doing my visit uh it was like fifth or sixth visit and it was my last one and i like everywhere was okay and i kind of didn't know where i wanted to go and I, and I ended up there for some reason just like ah this is it i remember my old man was sitting there with me too he's like you, like right away you just know i'm like yeah i don't know it's something about it i just want to i just want to come here so decided to go to nipsing and then spent four years playing soccer there well and i got the infamous uh name salty
0: that's where it became salty at school Right.
1: that's right tattooed Wait. my arm now Herbs.
0: no shit yeah fucking a There'll be no video to this, uh, but we're we're talking on a Zoom meeting right now. That's how we record.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Bad podcasting there. Yeah. No.
0: But that's that's no. I just want the people to feel like they're there with us. You know what I mean. <laughs> so I always like when you're playing soccer growing up in Canada. Like you want to play at the collegiate level. Like I'm assuming. Like are you like nasty? Then were you like pretty good growing up, or was it like? You, were you always like one of the better players, or was it kind of like you just had to like sc- scrounge your way in? Just tell us a little bit about like the soccer scene growing up, the competitive level in the Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I'm gonna try not to sound like a douche here, but <laughs> growing You're up, like, anyway, I would say You're fucking
0: I, disgusting. I, <laughs> you were tortured bitches.
1: It's actually funny. Uh, like in grade 12, i sorry, not grade 12, when I was 12 years old, I remember So one year I didn't make the top level. I was, like it fucking sucked. I remember sitting there, being like, "This is it. Like life's over. I didn't make it. Like this is brutal. Fuck it. I'm moving on to something else." Like I almost dropped it, and then I finally like U13 after that, and like from then on, I just kind of kept going. And you know, I was just a late development athlete. So when I got to U15, 16, 17, I was now like a captain on those teams, and you know, succeeding and looking at collegiate options. Where at the time, like where I was nine, ten, eleven, I really wasn't like the big star and like that. So it was kind of cool for me now, like learning about the long term development athlete program stuff like that, being like one of the you know. I think that went through that.
0: Let's uh... Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was good. The Ottawa seems is actually decent for soccer, though. I mean, now, like, the high school I went to and the club that I played for has one of the best players to ever come out of North America, uh, North, Jonathan David. He's just destroying the European League. He played yesterday against Chelsea in the Champions League right now. He's really? Crushing it. Yeah. He's Canadian so, kid. A Canadian kid from Orleans, Ontario, or... Blackburn, Gloucester area, yeah, yeah. From no hometown. shit. How old
0: is he? Is he ninety? What? 90- How old is he? He's,
1: uh, I think, he, I want to say he's two thousand. So he's four years younger than me. Yeah, I think that makes sense. So is he would he be 2000? twenty twenty one. Yeah, and he just so right now, he was top scorer in the league. And he was he had more goals than Messi and a few other players too. Messi, Neymar, and a couple of guys combined for like the entire year, and uh, won the league last year against Neymar and PSG. and Those guys, and then this year. Uh, they're linking him up with, like, the biggest clubs in, in the world. So it's, like, Arsenal, uh, Bar- uh, Real Madrid's been talking to him, like, stuff like that to see, like, where he's going to go next. And it's going to be a big ticket item, too. And, no
0: like, way. The
1: thing about soccer, again, not to go too deep. the thing about soccer is that that player is attached to the clubs he, he grew up with, too. So, like, we will get, like, a share. It's, like, a percentage, small percentage that we get from, like, every time he gets sold until, I think he's 25. So it's, like, <sighs> it's all in, like, the contracts and shit. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So be like your kid, like, if you went to... Uh, the O or like for a little bit you get like a, your high school or wherever you started playing your association would get a decent chunk or, or like a small chunk. And then every yeah. time you went up in level, you would just like that organization gets more and more money. So that's how those academies in England and a lot of the other academies in Europe make money and survive because they, they don't have a strong enough team pro, but they can sell players enough to make money. That's
0: crazy, man. Soccer is so sick, actually. Like I, it's
1: wild. <laughs> I don't know enough about it and
0: I always wished I knew more about it. Maybe you'll have to come on and be our soccer analyst for <laughs> yeah, more, I love that. For more regular scheduled program but you know you always love sports and there's that kind yeah. of at like one point when you kind of got interested in maybe getting involved with some some pods some, some yeah contential creation
1: for sure i mean like uh, producer brent will know this too we grew up together uh spoiler alert for everybody that didn't know that <laughs> uh, we grew up together and i think since we were pretty young like we were both huge sports fans and you know we always kind of surrounded ourselves with people that love sports as well whether it was hockey i mean in canada you're always gonna like hockey uh soccer so i kind of had a, a weird mix because like the high school i went to we were a sports school so it was cool we had just every different like friend group instead of having like the jocks and like the i don't know you know what i mean like having those types of clicks it was just like the sports clips so you kind of just bounce around the sports clips and like find out what you like so like some guys hang with the basketball dudes and like stuff like that it was pretty dope it was a cool experience
0: so you guys, were, you guys grew up both in Orleans. Yeah, that's right. So how far is Orleans, for those who don't know, to the capital of our great nation in Canada, Ottawa? How far to downtown Ottawa from Orleans?
1: I, I would say about, and Mo, you can, producer <laughs> brand you can uh, check in on this too, but I would say, what, 20, 25 maybe? Yeah. In the capital? Like, we're just outside. It's just, like, down the highway.
0: So if you're, if someone, if you're in Ottawa and someone's like, where are you from? Like Orleans? Are you people like, is that person actually from Ottawa? Are you actually from Ottawa? Like, do you,
1: or you, I consider myself from
0: Ottawa.
2: Yeah. But
1: well, it's tough. It's tough. Orleans is Orleans is a special place. You know what I mean? It's one of those spots. Like when I said no, U A my first year, I wrote Orleans, which didn't now that Ottawa. I think about I've
2: it, I've written
1: Orleans my whole career. Yeah. Every year. It's, now that you say that, I realize I always said Orleans too.
0: Is Orleans. So I don't know any, like, I don't, I, don't, I feel like I've gotten a good look at a lot of major cities in Canada, which they're not fucking many for people that don't realize. There's not a ton of major cities in the great Can I Day.
1: I like a handful, really. Yeah. Maybe so like Ottawa, that.
0: I've been to, I've seen, I've spent some nights, but I've never gotten a good real look at it. So I guess sure. uh, you guys are my Ottawa insiders at the moment. But that's, I, that's just like a question I wonder because like there's little towns where I grew up in Calgary, that are like just south and stuff, and like if people said that's Calgary, they're like, what "The fuck? Is that Calgary? <laughs> stupid motherfucker!" I'm like, Beg. you know what I mean? So it's I've and I, I don't I've never been to your I've always said I was gonna come visit you guys in Orleans, but I never I never got the opportunity because you know Brent doesn't really um he doesn't really believe in friendship or I mean keeping in touch, but that's another story. That's neither here nor there. Um, so what was Ottawa like growing up? What do you think? What's like, if, if, does Ottawa have like, it's, I don't know. You could say it's a, like a, does it have an identity, the capital city, does. other than it's just being the capital?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right away. If just being the capital, you're, you know what I mean? Like that's what people kind of link mm-hmm. you with. Uh, and then a second has to be the Sand's army right away. Clearly. No, the second sh- shut thing the, we got there's going. no way. <laughs> the, army,
2: the army takes over Ottawa. I mean, the army
1: takes over for sure um but then after that man if you're looking at like the actual identity and like looking at inside the city we kind of get a battle up. we get like the boring city because we're you know even if you watch the Sens games like oh, there's i mean obviously there's a big capacity thing that's going on people are saying that we're not i'm not fans but we're just like it's a government town so we have that link to us and people say it's boring as fuck like people don't do shit there there's all government i think that's slowly morphing into a bit more we're kind of looking more like you know toronto's cousin i would say like a little little brother maybe or something like that we're like we're kind of getting to that point but we're not there yet uh, so I don't know we I think if you're from Ottawa, you always feel like you have the little brother syndrome because you're the little brother to Mother uh, to Montreal or Toronto and to the states in general like when you think about like your your country anyway So you're never like the big dog anyway
0: Well, like, I feel like the only no, like the only mention Ottawa ever gets is like politically It's talking yeah. about like some news some bullshit that went down at Parliament hill <laughs> Recently. Yeah. yeah. Wow. can we talk about that for a second?
1: Yeah, man, what was that sure. like? So are you, st- are you living in Ottawa now? Yeah. I'm more like I'm currently, I would consider myself in Ottawa. Um, like, and
0: are, you're not living in New Orleans now, like with work, right? No. You're, Cause you're a teacher yeah, yeah. now.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in my school actually, it, so I'm in Vanier. So if anybody from Ottawa is listening to this, they would know that uh, a little rougher area, but it's, it's still nice and it's closer to downtown. So we're, we're, the school is fairly close to downtown. And like a lot of my students are living in that area. So it's been alarming some days, you know, when some kids aren't at school or like, you don't know what's going on. And like, I have a few kids that like work downtown and like, they would just openly tell me like, I'm afraid to go to work. Like, I can't bus work anymore. I have to walk there because it's all barricaded and I don't know what to do. So like, you have that aspect of it. And then you get the other aspect of it. I'm hearing like, people are saying there's a like, headquarters, people like staying there and like, they, you can't go around it or near it. And like, it's a big like thing. And like, you know, you're just kind of stuck in between so many different yeah. types of arguments people around you so it's been interesting man but like it was pretty wild like when i'm driving down the highway and like you see the exits completely closed like military presence there like it was it was so weird you felt like you were just going above it almost on the highway every single time you know what i mean like it was just something happening there you knew was happening but nobody was going around it so i don't know it was a very weird experience you know? so could you yeah, not get to down you couldn't get to downtown no no i mean maybe around it as some type. And like if you're going before they brought military police, I want to say like ten days ago, you could go whenever you want. So like you I would have like people that I knew it was like, oh like I'm downtown, I just want to go check it out. And I'm like, okay. Like as soon as we we're like, oh my parents take me out to go check out what's going on downtown. Like it was a very weird atmosphere and like people were like, oh like you shouldn't go. People saying you go and like obviously you're not gonna get into pulse Did you too, go? I didn't get the experience. I didn't. I didn't. And I'm not saying like I would never, blah, blah blah Like I'm hey, I I want to experience as much as I can in my life. I you know what I mean? But I wasn't uh I didn't go, I did not go, but I had, I have a lot of people around me that did go check it out.
0: I just still can't believe like, I remember it was January 23rd. I remember I had a podcast I released and I mentioned how this was convoy was starting in Vancouver and it was leaving that day. And to think that it's like, what is it? That's months now today. And like, all that's gone on, like it's, I don't know if it's still, is it, are there still people
1: down there? No, thankfully like it's, I think it finished up like this weekend like this weekend was the last big push like they came in and they said like they gave t- two days notice and, like if you're not gone we'll make sure you're gone basically
0: that's so crazy man like i honestly like i honestly don't even know what to think because there's, there's just so much like everyone's yapping from both sides of it like you don't even know what to think about it like it's just like such a crazy fucking situation it's just like
1: it's crazy man it's not i I mean i think it just brings a big spotlight on our society in general right now like if we're going to talk like i I think a lot of what's going on in the world and the COVID in general just brought a spotlight to like where do people want to get news half the people listen to this Half people listen to that a lot of people don't know where the news is coming from and half the time it's not even their fault because you know what i mean like you don't even know where to go to find real news i just find everyone's just completely
0: opposite there's like yeah. no, there's no middle ground ever. I don't know. It's just fucking. Or ridiculous. it's the
1: loudest people that are the opposites, right? Like it's always those people that want to be heard the most, compared to a lot of people in the middle that are just kind of like, ah, like I don't, I have too much shit going on in my own life to even care about what's going on right now.
0: Yeah, and like to be honest, it's so hard to like think about one way or the other unless you're yeah. honestly there to be honest. And yeah. even if you're there, you're gonna have your own experience one way or another. And now yeah. anyone who's there has their phone out and they're recording what they want to record. Like, it's just fucking, re- it's just, a. Uh, I don't even know. It's just like, it's just so, I, it's just so hard to wrap your head around what's going on down there.
1: It's crazy. And it, like, I think just having a pandemic in general, it just raises alarms for a lot of people's in their minds. A lot of people in their mind just saying that like crazy stuff can't happen. You know what I mean? Like bigger stuff can actually happen compared to like where we never lived through a world war like big events like that that like changed the world in general we had never gone through that our generation when i'm saying we and maybe like generations before us too so we were kind of like personally myself i was always like oh like that's just done you know what i mean like big events like that that's going to you know rupture through the the planet and you know may have an impact around the world that's not going to happen anymore we're we're above that we've evolved and then you you know the pandemic kind of shows up and you're like oh shit like we're not invincible like shit can actually happen you know what i mean So i don't know i I don't know if that's something too
0: You would have told me that we have a three week riot of people flipping flapjacks on the main street (laughs) in Ottawa. It'd be absolutely fucking foolish. And one part that made me laugh is like, you know, everyone's pointing out there's like Nazi flags, Confederate flags, like craziness, like people with all these signs of all this bullshit. And I'm always like, well, did you not think that these clowns are going to show up to this of all things? Did like, you think they weren't yeah. going to be there? Yeah, and like I don't know. We always said like, what if there was one flag? They took. Who knows? Maybe there was. A, maybe there was a bunch. I don't know. I wasn't fucking there. You see pictures of them. You see maybe. Who knows? What, who knows what the fuck was going on down there? But there's fucking yeah, I, clowns yeah. on
1: both sides, for sure. And there's misinformation on both sides too. And I, you know what I mean. Like I've heard. It, I kind of saw it too. So like. It's, that's why it's so hard for anybody in the middle trying to figure out what the hell's going on and I'm not just about this in gen- like specifically but everything in general right like just trying to get to the bottom of things like how the hell do you try and get real clear information these days it's insane and i don't think we ever did to be honest with you right we're just now it's more of a spotlight on the people behind the scenes that are actually playing around with it so it's even more you kind of like and i'm gonna finish this uh, my my train of thought here sorry but i guess you know when you think like ignorance is bliss that's really what it was about like Earlier, back in the day, like we didn't even think about the possibilities behind people lying to us or not telling us the truth. And now that we kind of know about it, we've heard about it. We're like, oh wait, like is everything like that, or is none of it? Like who is talking? Like the truth mm-hmm. was not. You're kind of in that mental.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know if it was always like this, or if I've just grown up and realized that you know, there's a lot of hilarious people saying stuff from either side. Yeah, and I hate it when it says either side because I feel like a lot of time it comes out that way. But it's just fucking fucking hilarious. So, move on to something else. You were... uh, You would have graduated the same year I did, but that would have been, what, 2019? 2020.
1: 2020, I believe, yeah. So, did you you
0: become a teacher right out of school?
1: I did, yeah. I jumped in uh, this next September. I had a LTO, which is like a long-term supply teacher, basically. So, they gave me a contract for the year, and they're like, here are your classes. And I was a... For the people that don't know, it was a phys ed slash bio major, I guess. Um, but phys ed, really. But when you get your teachables, you have to pick two. And bio was the other one because I had some classes um, in bio. And my first three classes were religion of the world, religion of the world, and history. <laughs> so I just got thrown into the social science world from the get-go. And, like, when they give you a job, especially when it's 100%, when you're starting to teach, you, get, you take it right away. And kind of learn on the fly. And it honestly, it's cool. It's, it's fun when I get new classes. Uh, I've taught now, like I think eight, like I, I try to name them all, but I got that obviously religion of the world, history, English, uh, grade 11, U bio, grade 10 science, grade nine science, uh, cooking, which was hilarious. Like, you know what I mean? You just kind of get bounced around like civics and careers. Like you get all the, the, the fucking jokes classes, especially at the start or whatever people don't want, obviously. Um, but you just kind of go with the flow. Like civics is hilarious. Um, cooking, like, it was my first day at the school the first class was cooking you walk in there and you're like all right everybody just you have to hand them out their knives and like you're like okay we're gonna cook soon like we're gonna put fire around and you're like a new teacher like holy shit like i don't want to see flames around me or knives or blades or anything you know what i mean
0: yeah before kids start throwing them and shit um <laughs> yeah. what's like uh so you got thrown right into the fire basically right into yeah. a pandemic you've been yeah. So were you in school, out of school most of the time? Have you been, like, yeah. kind of back and forth? Like, you got thrown right into the ringer. Like, what a time to be alive and what a time to become a teacher. Talk a little bit about what it's looked like. Because you would have got your first job right in the, the heat of it, eh?
1: Oh, sorry. I think I was on mute there. Yeah, I basically got my first job right after uh, the, the pandemic. Or right at, right at the start of the pandemic, sorry. And it was weird. Like, I've never taught without a mask. You know what I mean? Like, I've never actually gone to school and, like, Half my coworkers or have my students I would never have seen their faces before, like had the the bottom of their faces, or just little things like we started off the class were two and a half hours long, and this the first semester we just started like two weeks ago where we get like an hour and fifteen minutes, so it was just like back to normal obviously, and like I had never done normal, so I'm like kind of relearning it, but it was I guess better to learn from like the pandemic side off the bat, and then now it's like easing off instead of the other way around. But it was it was nuts, I remember like the teachers around me like we were all learning how to teach the pandemic and like the online teaching and like all this stuff. so it was cool in the sense that like I learned with everybody like everybody's kind of that you know started off together um, and I could just jump in from there, but at the same time it was it was pretty crazy, and it still is I mean you just never know day to day what's going to happen like Christ Day <laughs> we just had three snow days in a row <laughs> i haven't taught since last Thursday because of ice and snow
0: benefits of being a teacher in Canada um, right. what was I just going to say if you were um what fuck what I gonna say it's just on the tip of my tongue and I'm definitely not going back to edit this so I gotta make this quick
1: <laughs> I blame you it's better that way anyway it's more authentic yeah you just get some producer mode to talk about something if you want while you think about it
0: no it was just like about like
2: well just to change the topic here because obviously Herb's can't find his train of thought um <laughs> I want to talk about how the Sens are going to win the Cup in 2025. Yeah. Real quick. And this is yeah. like a, a quick excerpt oh. to to push us to our next topic, which which I'll bring uh, to the table as well. But uh, I think the Sens got what it takes, you know, 2025, I 2026.
1: I was at the game yesterday. I was at the game yesterday enjoying a big win against Minnesota. Half the lineup's out. Doesn't matter. Best top scores are out. Doesn't matter. Thomas Shabbat ripped two and win us and put us against uh, the Wild On the Jumbotron as well. Not a big fan. yeah.
2: Also, Thomas Shabbat's game winner was an absolute muffin, I would like to add. <laughs> but uh, they all count the same and uh, go, Sens, go.
0: The Canada Senators? The Kanata Senators. Okay. How far is Kanata? you have never
2: even been to Ottawa. You can't start chirping.
0: No, there. but I've just said, just, it's just suck. I think that's so ridiculous where their arena is.
1: It is nutty, man. And it, well, I mean, I think the only other place is in Raleigh, right? It's not in the city.
0: I don't know. Well, I guess now
1: Arizona as well.
0: No, but like. Yeah. How far is the, the arena actually from, like, the downtown?
1: From downtown, 25. Yeah. Maybe, and Maybe. Do, does
0: anyone live around Kanata? What? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like another Orleans, basically, but just not as authentic. But for
0: those of you don't, like, it's technically not in Ottawa, the arena at all.
2: It's in a suburb of Ottawa.
0: But where the arena yeah. is, it's not like there's a train station by it. Not it's
1: like- getting there. We got are a year and a half away from having a full-on train from Orleans all the way to Canada, all the way through downtown, baby.
2: So will that help? No. <laughs> no? Like maybe, maybe, yeah. Like it so will that help. That be a long train ride? ride. You cannot drive to a sense game. It's actually a joke. It's like if you drive yeah, your car, sick. number one, Melnick's gonna charge you.
0: 20
2: it's twenty-five dollars to- for parking, dude. Yeah, twenty-five. So you gotta for you gotta parking.
0: drive out of the town. You gotta park for twenty-five dollars. And the then game. and then you try to yeah. get
2: out of the parking lot. And it takes you at least 45 to an hour. It's a joke. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. And I just, like, I thought that's how you had to go watch sporting events. Like, I just, growing up, that's the only one we really had in Ottawa. So, I was just like, well, that's, you know, you just sacrificed five hours to go to a game. I would leave Orleans when I was, like, 4 p.m. to try and catch a 7 o'clock game because we had to miss the traffic and try and skip through it. Get to the, like, it was just nuts. And now I've gone to like actual, like, or like different sport events. am like, this is way fucking better. Like, <laughs> I just show well, up, like, well organized yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, you got it's, these uh, great,
2: you got these great fans and you just treat them like shit. I mean,
1: but I,
0: yeah. I was surprised. I've only been to like a couple Sens games. Like, for a Canadian town, Canadian market, like, we're always cliche, like, it's gonna be back sold out every night. Like, I'm not trying to chirp yeah. you guys and your Ottawa boys yeah, no, no, and your Ottawa get, Sens, but there was fucking no one there.
1: I know, I know, it's been tough lately too. And that fuck me. Like I was at the game in the second round of the playoffs when we got ripped apart for not having a full full barn. I was at that game and I remember looking at those stands like that's this is embarrassing. I get I get it from a first hand. You know what I mean? Like I, I it sucks. But the second round? Yeah, against the Rangers. Wow. Game one, we won it too. Eric Carlson. Big rip from the fucking goal line. No Dude. one was and then it wasn't even full. It was like seventeen instead of nineteen, which is I mean, no excuses.
0: I, have, see, have I, always, I always liked the Sens, like, uh, honestly, like, not, not that I liked them, but I never, like, hated them. And I'm, like, a Toronto them, fan, like, I always respected the Sens. And until I moved out to Ontario, I didn't meet a single Ottawa Senators fan. I'm not even joking. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I think I remembered one buddy growing up saying he was a Sens fan. It might have been, like, a joke for one winner. The guy that right. changes his mind every 10 minutes. But, like, no, like, loyal Sens fan with Sens army all over his, all over his yeah. wall. So I moved out to Ontario. I mean, all you Sens fans. Are you both Sens fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, respect I mean. that. I respect that. What I mean, I, I remember, what's that?
1: Sorry. I Did was going to say, I think, like, the fact that we had our team in, like, 1991 as well doesn't help. Because, like, half the population in Ottawa is also a Leafs in Montreal or Habs fan. Like, legit, it would be, like... That's true, especially at off, that like, time. Yeah, so, like, the first generation of, like, actual Sens fans are, like, our age, like, Miranda and I's age. You know what I mean? Like, the the ones who have actually, like, seen it all go down and, like, have had, like, childhood moments from it. Apart from that, like, all these, like, older people, it's probably, like, split 30-30-30. Like, any generation above us, like, 30% Sens fans, 30% or maybe 40% Montreal, whatever, depending where you're in. And then the other percent percent Toronto. There's a lot of original six teams that are still beloved in Ottawa, which makes it tough, too.
0: I guess I never really thought about that. That's true too.
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of dispersal I mean, with those fans. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully that helps. I mean, Danny Heatley never scored fifty anywhere else, did he? So that's true. That's right, fifty seven. Just putting it that way.
0: When did Danny Heatley get there after Atlanta?
1: Yeah. Oh, five oh six, I think.
0: Was that when he like was he still vilified in the media at that point? Was he still a bad guy after the car crash? Yeah.
1: I, he was never a good guy. Like he was never in Ottawa either. Like he, he always kind of had that like rep on him. I think uh, I don't think it was really talked about that much, though. Honestly, like I think they kind of they were they pushed aside a decent amount when he showed up to Ottawa, and I think that was the goal as well. Obviously when he got traded, but like I don't know. He I mean when he left, the whole city hated him. Like that, I think that's the guy that was hated the most probably in history. Him and Yash for sure.
0: When they left, Alexi.
1: Yeah, Alexi was. Uh, I mean, but Alexi gave us spats and chara right so you couldn't really hate him that much but then Heatley gave us chichu in a bag of pucks so it was it was really tough was chichu really in a bag, bag of
0: pucks <laughs> fuck that's awesome well you know what guys i wish your franchise well i don't know what's going you guys got some good players and maybe you'll be good in the future i love brady kachuk i love shabbat yeah got matt murray and that stanley cup champion two times two, time. two time i mean so who knows what can happen there it'll be interesting to see 2025 might be a bit of a lofty goal but I have a quick, I want to ask you one last thing about your teaching tenure. I remember what I was going to say yes, before sir. I had a stroke there earlier. <laughs> um, what are these kids like that you're teaching? You're teaching most of, <laughs> a, you're teaching like a high school age, right? Yeah. 9, 10, yeah, 11.
1: Yeah. It's um, honestly, it's pretty funny. They're, they're, well, they're Tell they're me, like, jokes, and
0: right. you can lay it out. I don't think any of your kids are listening. Hopefully the student council. <laughs> no,
1: I right. hope not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, honestly, it's, it's pretty fucking funny. Like I've got some pretty joke stories and I remember telling them moran that too when he was in town like some of the stories you hear from some of the kids the kids are are honestly the best they're the best because they're authentic and they don't care and like especially the school i'm at right now like it's a very uh we're kind of in a less fortunate area but the kids are unbelievable man like every single time they step into class they always have a funny story to tell you or they're ready to go and like they've built that link where like i'll have a kid wait at my door some mornings, and he just looks like super like out of it and he's sitting there and shaking his head he's waiting for me i'm like oh my god like You know, like hustle over to class. Like, what's going on? I go, hey buddy, what's up? You good? He goes, old lady broke up with me. (sighs) Everything's breaking up. like, oh god. I'm like, all right, here we go. What's going on? What's happening? Oh, this and that. And then, like, two days later, it comes up. He goes, looks at me, big smile on his face. Goes, say, I'm back. I'm back. And they're back together. And they go, yeah, yeah, everything's good. He goes, yeah, yeah. We hugged. We hugged. We're good. And I was like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, you guys are set, man. So you get some of that stuff. And then you get kids that like walk in your class and like, hey, like me and my girlfriend are getting pregnant. And you're like, you're in grade nine. And you don't know if it's real or not. Like, you don't know if these kids are fucking with you or not. You know what I mean? Like, you just have these insane stories. And, obviously, they are. But, like, you have to take everything seriously. You have kids that will walk in and just say, like, pretty pretty wild stuff, man, to be honest. So, you kind of got to be ready. You got to be on your toes. I think that's the biggest part of being a teacher because you just never know what's happening. Like, my first two experiences teaching, like, officially teaching, uh, was during my placement. They threw me into sex ed right away. And, like, it was a gym teacher. Is you know... Oh, i would have done some same thing too they just like you show up as a student teacher like oh by the way next week's uh sex ed and you're leading it you're like all right here we go and same thing th- questions get thrown at you, you're trying to dodge some answers so you don't know which one's to answer which one's not to like you're trying to fucking you know talk about it and then they always have like the, the x they call it the sex box instead of the xbox and that's where they put their like questions in
2: <laughs> what's that and,
1: uh, what's that
2: what is, sorry to cut you off. What is the most yeah. ridiculous question you've gotten in sex oh, ed? Cause I need man. to know what's happening in the minds of these children. Cause I know, Dude. I know when I was yeah. getting taught sex ed, I had the most hilarious teacher doing it. And I mean, I just couldn't take it seriously. Cause I was immature. And, and like th- this guy was, I mean, he, he was kind of a clown, like in a good way. So I, I, I just, I literally did not benefit from the class at all. Cause I just laughed my ass off for like five straight days.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fair. I mean, it is. A- it's school shooter vibes back at the corner of Moran, oh, just laughing at
2: sex ed class. <laughs> yeah, that's nice.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I mean, every time you walk into a class for, for that or anything kind of related that, you just, you gotta be, you're just prepared for whatever's gonna happen. Uh, and honestly, half the time you just black out because there's so much happening. They're asking so many wild questions. You're just trying to like survive basically, especially when I was getting to value it as a student teacher, but I'll never forget. There was one question. There's some that are worse than this. I'm sure there is. And I'll try and remember it. But the one question that always kind of stuck out for me every time was like the one kid because I was talking, I was explaining about like acidity and how like that's part of it as well. You know, kind of going to more the biology side of things. So he raises his hand up for me right in the eyes. Not a kid that I thought would like ask about the question. Cause sometimes you just know the way a kid puts his hand up, the like, you know, the angle of the elbow or whatever it is, (laughs) you know, it's going to be goofy or not. Like you just can, you can read that now from, from students, but this kid just like hand went straight up. Like it was just cleanest form I've ever seen in my entire life. Eyes were locked on me. Like I thought this was a big one. And then he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, so if, if I do this, is it, is it, will my penis melt or will it burn because of the acidity? And this kid basically thought it, the pussy was lava like, I, I think that's what's going on in his mind
0: man. he get roasted by all his class
1: i mean no they were grade 7 and 8 at the time and i think some of the kids were like what is it like that yeah <laughs> i think you know what i mean some of them like start to laugh, half the like, class is oh, wondering shit. the same thing. and they're like yeah they're like thank god someone said it like my god so i mean hey if he had to ask that i guess i i you know ha- i have to answer it obviously like tell them no and stuff but like it's tough because I was also in the Catholic school. So you're limited on what you can say, like very limited on what you can say. So you kind of have to navigate like your job, actually educating students and like what their questions are. So it's, it's tough, man. It's just a lot of juggling.
2: You're, you're, you're in a Catholic school board. You're trying to deter them from having sex in grade seven and eight. You just tell the guy, absolutely. It's, it's... lava. <laughs> Don't even think about it yeah I, mean, I couldn't I wouldn't oh she
0: couldn't want to do it what a fucking joke that would be <laughs> teaching though no, man what must be sick like getting your weekends off the summer's off like it must be fucking unbelievable
1: yeah it is I mean don't be me wrong it's awesome yeah, I love it I also like I love the job itself like I'll walk in like even like the snow day today a third day without students I was kind of bummed out you know what I mean like you miss that yeah yeah, yeah. And stuff uh the one thing though it's just like you're constantly like prepping 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 right so like yeah, when I show up yeah. I, like my nights when I come from school like i spend two or three hours just making sure like everything's ready for tomorrow or the next day. And then like the next day I'll wake up some mornings. Like, I don't want to put a show on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to animate today. Like, I don't want to be going through and all this stuff. And, like it happens some days and then, but like once you're in the flow of it and you get your first class in and like whatever, 15, 20 minutes and you're fine. You get your first coffee down. But like, there's some mornings, like I don't really want to like, have to talk and like be a radio host basically for the first hour you know i I wish i could just show up and just like work on my laptop for a bit but it it, that's what the job is you know i mean just demands energy like from the get-go and you gotta bring it or else they'll bring it and if they do then you're screwed i mean in a good way obviously like you want them to bring energy but not too much so yeah it's it's uh it's fun but fuck i mean the summer's off is great especially for coaching soccer and all that so it's been uh it's been a treat but this summer, this summer, is looking at I'm going to finish my my thesis finally. That's the goal with uh, Doctor Bruner up at Nipsing. So uh, I'll have something to do at least. Oh, that's sick! Even.
0: That's sick, man. Congrats mm-hmm. on that. That's wicked. Now, do you ever like just want to hit any of these kids, Are any of these kids just real bad?
1: Uh, oh man, what a question! Eh? I really hope nobody's listening. Um, <laughs> no, I, honestly hitting. I don't think I would ever get to that point. But, but like, do any of these kids, kids like? There's
0: some like, bad. There's some bad boys at this school.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's, there's bad girls there's too. Some, yeah, yeah, there's some tough kids. There's some tough bad non binaries
0: I don't know any. Yeah,
1: yeah, man. Actually, though, 100%. Like, it doesn't matter what school, where you are. Like, there's gonna be a few kids that are, like their goal today is to piss you off. You know what I mean? And, and you oh, try yeah. and build enough relationship with students, so it doesn't get to that extent. I so far I think I've been pretty lucky. But there's some kids that like they can't control themselves. they like, I physically need to piss somebody off here. And if I can't piss those guys off, I'm going to piss you off. And you're just, you kind of take that challenge in. Like I've, I've had, especially the first couple of classes right, where they'll kind of like challenge you and throw some shit at you and just throw it right back at them. And then like right away, we just kind of like get that respect or like the, you know what I mean? Like the, like it would be with teammates or a coach or something like that. You kind of have to like throw it back, like back and forth. and then Once you play catch, you're good.
0: Have you ever, well, have you ever just sent a kid to the office yet?
1: Mm-mm. No, I mean, I could have probably no, I'm, No, I, I don't love using that. I'm not trying to sound like a big, you know, pedagogy guy, but like, is that not a move anymore? Is that not a new teacher's arsenal? I mean, fuck. No, it is. Like some, some teachers do it and stuff. And I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, but like for me personally, like if I can't deal with your shit, then it looks worse if I send you somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like if I can't earn your respect myself, and how the hell See, am I expecting like when you come back? A lot of you know my I mean? teachers yeah.
0: growing up could have learned
1: a thing or two about you that. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, I'll kick some kids in my class for a bit. I'm like, go wait outside. I'm gonna talk to you for a bit. But like I want to talk to you because I've I saw what happened. And if I didn't, I at least want to give you a chance to like talk to me about it. And then if not, like I'm gonna play like the disappointed or like upset, or like you know what I mean? Like that card is like, and if that doesn't affect you, then I'm not doing my job. Because like that's my job to build that link yeah. to you, right?
0: That is, yeah, exactly. See When I was in, I'll tell this story, this is amazing. I was in school, fifth and sixth grade, we had like a split class, you know? That's how we did it. And like it was conjoined. And we had two different teachers. They were both female. I don't even want to say their names. because it wouldn't matter. But this lady wasn't a a fan for me, but I think she was definitely, and it's just a generalization. She was, I think, you know what I mean when you say a lady that definitely had daughters? (laughs) <laughs> get that vibe from someone you know what i mean like she definitely didn't have a son this lady did not <laughs> yeah, have a son she's she, a teacher
1: she wasn't accustomed to having like i don't know younger guys you know what i mean yeah like, like, i, I, like, don't, I don't
0: know and she them. was a teacher yeah, right so don't get me wrong she, yeah, I'm yeah. sure she's seen but she this girl wasn't yeah, a fan yeah. of me like she, like i could go like i used to get sent to the principal's office that's why i, asked, I don't know why that's why i asked her move because i feel like that was like mm. a big threat growing up was always I'll send it at the yeah. fucking office. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that was always like dun dun dun. Yeah, and it, I used to get sent. I'm sure. I used to get sent to the office so much that they used to just schedule me Tuesdays at two o'clock. I'd go to the office. <laughs> I'd talk to the principal I'd talk to the principal all this dumb shit I did in this elementary <laughs> I went to. They made me feel like I was like this fucking lunatic, like. I remember they
1: You're like confessing to the principal every Thursday. At like <laughs> literally, they made me feel
0: like I was a like what you know they like table groups. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this was even the teacher before grade three, four. Like one time we're in table groups. I get kicked out of my table group. I have to get a desk against the wall for like months uh-huh. and half the year. I'm just months. facing the wall. Just <laughs> like everyone insane. else, everyone else has like their four, but like their four. Table group, that's like wild. having a sick time. I'm, harps is facing the fucking wall. Dude. I'm not joking. I'm, I don't think i am in dramatic like four months.
1: No, no. I don't, my teacher yeah.
0: used to write in my in fifth, sixth grade, back to fifth, sixth grade, used to write in my agenda like every night. Every night she'd come. I'd have to go out to class and my, my, she'd write my agenda to my mom and be how I was
1: that day. Yeah, he was I gotta a- be honest. Yeah, that, I mean, that's wild. First of all, I don't think that would ever fly anymore. Like the facing wall for four months. Like that's actually crazy. But I don't think I like. This is, might sound terrible. I don't think I care that much to write in kids' agendas. You know what I mean? Like I don't even yeah. think I would ever get to that point. If if I I'm really hands on, like it's in the class. If I can't get to you, and I guess it's different. I'm high school, to deal with more like adults. Like we can have that. But like, dude, and that, you know how much time it would take to write in people's agendas yeah. and like go this back. Was, and but forward? that was
0: like, like I guess at that five six split. That's like the teacher I had all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like you know what I mean at that. Yeah, that's fair. So she only went. I don't. Like she she was right. You were with her six hours a day. The only thing even taught you gym. I think at that level of oh, high wow. school. They even they did everything with us. So you were stuck with them. And I remember, like, she used to make me like have a stress ball. And I'd be squeezing a stress ball. We'd be sitting crisscross applesauce. She'd be making me have a stress ball. Kids be looking at me like, why is this kid holding the fucking stress ball? Why is this psychopath holding the stress dirt. ball? Is he going to fucking lose his mind? And, like, you know, so He's I would laugh. i me, be like, okay, this is great. Like, everyone thinks I'm <laughs> fucking loon. And I remember one time my mom's in, mom in the school. And she's meeting with my mom. I can only imagine. I don't know if it was parent-teacher interviews or if I just gotten shit. And she's talking to my mom and she goes, so Harrison, can you control this behavior? And I'm like, what behavior? Like, I'm probably just being an idiot. I was probably a class clown. I can, yeah, yeah. I'd probably, I probably like to have a good time when I was a kid. But I don't think I was ever disrespectful or crazy. But she was like, you, you can control this behavior? Like, this is crazy news to me. <laughs> like, they used to fucking just, one time I had a teacher, she'd, she'd be like, Go run seven laps of the schoolyard. That was her punishment. Not go to the hallway. Go run what? seven laps of the schoolyard. And I just thought it was hilarious. Like, I was a dumb kid, so I would do it, like, with a smile on my face. Come back, smile. And be, like, pissed. And, like,
1: but that would be, like, a punishment. Like, I don't know. Went to hilarious. Those those punishments were pretty nutty back then. It was crazy. Like, I could never do that. Can you imagine? If, dude, I can't. I can barely let a kid go to the bathroom now. It's crazy. Really? It's like, if something Even happens, so, I'm... I'm yeah, yeah, because well, I mean, sometimes there's extracurriculars going on in high school there, so we have to be careful. Like, we can't throw, let people out more than a few amount of times, or have to make sure there's not. They a all vape people in or... the bathroom Oh, dude, I don't... honestly, I was surprised about the. I haven't seen that many vapes in high school.
0: Really, oh, yeah. no, no one's yeah. ripping the vape in uh, religion class with salty.
1: No, I no, but there's. I'm sure there's some kids coming in a little. uh Stone, yeah.
0: A little stone to the bone.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I for wonder, sure, especially. Man. I feel yeah.
0: like I don't know. When I was a when I was a kid, like weed was the devil's business, dude. Like I didn't ever even tried it till I was like nineteen. I don't think, but now it's like legal in Canada. I feel like it's so destigmatized. Like I wonder. Yeah. I'm sure with the kids that even just goes in more. So I feel like more kids are probably doing it, especially with these. All these kids are sucking on those vapes, which I can't believe. Like I, I, mean, like we, I'm sure, like I've, I've had, I've never like bought one, but I know people that have had one, and I'm like, sure, I've had a puff of yeah. them too. Like asking for a puff or two, but I can't believe like that this like smoking aid that was designed to stop smoking has like now created an avenue for an like all these people who would have never smoked in the first place to now smoke. Like I see <laughs> like young kids and
1: yeah.
0: I used to work at a restaurant. That used to have like a bunch of young kids coming at the boat in North Bay, and like they had, there was young kids that worked at it, like a couple young girls that were like hostesses and stuff, and they'd be like fifteen, and they'd have like a fucking vape, and they'd be like ripping it like yeah. steady, and I'd be like, first of all, intriguing to me how they get a hold of that. Not hard, I guess. Like, I'm sure they can just go to a gas station and get it, but like, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's I remember, it's like, pretty
1: crazy to think about.
0: I remember like chewing at a young age, but I always thought of chew as like yeah it's bad for you but it didn't hurt your lungs like you didn't have to inhale it Mm -hmm. It didn't like hurt your athletic performance or your health other than like yeah your lips getting a little horned not saying i'm I'm an advocate for chew, but i just can't believe all these kids that would seem like you know young athletes who take that shit seriously like i don't know i just can't believe that it seems like even they like the kids that take competitive sports seriously are ripping these vapes like it's crazy
1: yeah, oftentimes, like, those are the ones doing it the most, too, which is pretty wild, like, because it's, it's part of, like, the cool culture now. Right? It's, like, the rebellious thing to do is the fucking vape, which is not... Is nuts. there still, but, like, like,
0: the Smoker's Corner outside this, the high school across the uh, street?
1: Yeah, there's always, like, a Smoker's Pit or Corner somewhere, but, like, we're kind of... We're near downtown, so they disperse pretty quickly. Like, they wouldn't do it around the school, if that makes sense. Like, there's a lot They're of gone. ways for them to kind of... The streets yeah, of Ottawa like, have them. Yeah, exactly. People so, the it's... Uh, it, I remember, oh fuck! The first day it got legalized. The first ever day got legalized in Canada. Like at till the, I think it was at noon or something like that. We just saw we were in the teachers' lounge. We just saw a big old group of kids leave the school all together and then come back, like all and like we all knew it was like, oh, fuck, like but we can't prove it or blah blah blah. And like, what are we gonna do if I can send a hundred kids home? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you do at that point as a teacher? There's not much we can do. Um, like I guess technically I'm supposed to report them if I think one of them is, but I don't know if they actually are. It's it's kind of a weird gray area when it comes to that.
0: Just all these kids just baked as shit. <laughs> listening to salty, sweet, sweet teachings. Sounds like a sweet class.
1: I don't know how I, I, I only got high later and I, I would recommend that to like all of those kids, all these kids obviously so, like to try and do it as later as you can. So it doesn't fuck with like development, but like, how wild and trippy would it have been to listen to your high school teacher high? Like, I feel like that's, that would have been fucking nuts, personally.
0: Also, just for the, I literally can't like, heroin and marijuana were on the same level to me at that age. Like, they, yeah, it was a bad yeah. drug. Like, if you did drug, like, I was such a, like, I was,
2: I was, I was, was just like,
0: myself. I was so like, not into that shit. Like, I, yeah, I, I used to drink and shit at that age, but I remember even like. I had a girlfriend at that time and she like smoked weed i remember and i was like why would you do that that's so stupid like <laughs> stupid people smoke weed like i was such a nerd and then me too man i
1: was the same honestly i barely even drank fucking.
0: School. yeah like i just i was like I, I, I didn't do any of that stuff so drinking but
1: but you, when i, I got into mean, it at
0: 19 i was like yeah it was it was good but honestly i don't think you need to be smoked like there's kids that do it like eighth grade i feel like you know and it's early, at man. that age. Like, you don't need to be doing at that age and no, i agree i tried it at 19 like i wouldn't i don't think you really need to try it much before then, in my eyes but i, I no. do agree it would have been hilarious like being baked in high school probably would have been hilarious <laughs> like, be i don't know if
1: i would have just i would have been so anxious man i been freaking out i would have been
0: like i would have definitely thought like everyone thought i was like stinking like exactly. it or everyone would have known Cause I remember a few times, like I wasn't in that circle. I was definitely friends with a lot of people that did smoke weed. And I knew that at the time, but it was yeah. just something yeah. I just like didn't associate with that with me with. Like, yep, same here. Like, I remember one time I was really into riding bikes. Really, I was really into riding <laughs> still bikes. Are, man, you still are. I still am, but like I had a bunch of buddies, and we used to sneak off, tell our parents we were going to like uh, one of our buddies' house, and we'd ride downtown to the skateboard park in downtown Calgary. And it'd be after dark, so there'd be absolute just hoodlums ripping around. Yeah, yeah. And we're on our way home, and it's late, and, like, you know, we, we're at that age where you can stay out till you're, like, 12. I don't know. I feel like I could stay out till I was, like, 12, 30 when I was, like, 13, 14. Is that late or normal?
1: Uh, like, on the weekend or a school night?
0: It was not a school night. Like, on a weekend. Okay. It's definitely, yeah, like, a I night I wasn't at like, school the
1: next day. So like, like, maybe 12:30, 14, 14 to 15 is probably when I started getting, like, more of my independence, I would say. I'd,
0: So, but I'm not like, I don't have a car, so I had like a curfew. They're expected to be home at like 1230, you know what I mean? Or something like that. But they know I'm just like ripping around on my bike or whatever. And we used to go down to the skateboard park and rip our bikes and the fucking half pipes and do tricks and shit. I was actually decent. Not a big deal. That's a different story. (laughs) But we're on our way home and we're stopping at a gas station. Like some of my buddies are getting Slurpees or candy or whatever and this guy walks in and he's a clown like I don't really remember he had like a long curly hair like he was funny he was really nice and he kind of just like he's one of those guys like he walks in he's by himself and he, like he's immediately like kind of making conversation he's like kind of like what's going on boys oh, yeah, oh, like yeah. how the fuck are you doing but it wasn't like weird <laughs> or it wasn't like there was no danger in his voice at no point that I think this guy was gonna like put me in his van and fuck me or right. you know what I mean like it, I wasn't <laughs> oh, wor- at any point was I worried I didn't get a vibe like that at all yeah yeah so I'm glad, I'm glad. But, but this guy's like all of a sudden he's like we were probably like 13 14 at the time he's like he's like do you guys smoke weed and I was like all my buddies like were like yeah with a bunch of different buddies that I knew from like around Nark. the neighborhood and stuff and um just what we used to ride bikes with and they're all like yeah and he's like i live just a block away like do you guys want to go do something and they were all like yeah and then i was like, Fuck. so they all went and did it i remember them like actually they went and go doing this guy's backyard and they walked in and did it. And then i just like sat on my bike and i remember just like being in the street like looking and i remember like thinking they were gone for like a long time it was probably like not even five minutes and they all came back like oh like coughing and we ride home and all of a sudden like they were all messed up like really really stoned That's like, we, were, crazy. we were young dude i was laughing and i, I was how the old one die? you do it man and i stayed true to that for a long time like i just wouldn't yeah. budge on that like it didn't bother me at all that i didn't do it either yeah, honestly none of no one pressured me to do it too i feel like people just like respected that i didn't yeah. want to do it but i always i don't know that was one of like my first experiences with weed and i didn't even do it but i was <laughs> like this is hilarious
1: that is a pretty crazy story, though. Like, how old was the guy that was talking to you guys? I mean, you would, like,
0: he, he couldn't have been, like... He had to have been, like, university age. But at our age of 13, 14... That's pretty fucking crazy. I would have thought that he was, like, my age, probably. But he was probably... Definitely, right. he was 20s, probably. But early 20s, maybe. Maybe he was young, but... Totally a non-threatening man. And I don't know, like... Yeah, yeah. I don't like to act like I'm street smart at all, but, like... I ripped around, like, city... Like, I grew up in a city, and pretty diverse city in calgary a lot of different people mm-hmm. and stuff like that and so daughter, yeah and i just found like I, I feel like i got to see a lot of different people and this guy just had like this vibe that just like wasn't yeah. off-putting at all but i remember yeah, i was right. kind of worried for my boys in the but they were all fine <laughs> they were yeah, there you go. messed up after but it,
1: yeah anyways. it was pretty crazy for that guy to risk his fucking life for just be like hey do you want to smoke in the store you know what i mean like
0: yeah i don't know it was just then, it, it was funny it like i don't know if it was that. outside that he asked or it was inside but it was uh it was pretty hilarious and i don't know i always remember that story i haven't thought about that in a long time but i don't even know what the hell we were just talking about that got me onto that but that was uh that was pretty funny, funny back in the day that's nah, just. Man, speaking of something funny that we have to talk about really quickly, and I'd love to hear everyone's opinion on this. How about yeah. Sean Avery signing with oh, the okay. Orlando Solar Bears of the East
1: Coast Hockey League? I saw that, man. Oh, yeah, Mo's opinion on this. I feel like he's got something to say here.
0: I'll just say this quick. Yeah. I've, I didn't, I watched, like, I was a, at the time when Sean Avery was an NHL hockey player, retired last season, 11, 12, I believe. You know, he had a 10-year career there, we'll say. I believe his first year was like 2000, 2001. He broke in with the Red Wings. They won the cup that year, but he never got a cup because he didn't play the 40 games or whatever the fuck you need to play. But he was an entertaining hockey player. Everyone knew who Sean Avery was. And at the end of his career, he went out kind of rough, kind of like a dickhead. Like, he basically got kicked off a couple teams. And certainly the way he was – portrayed in the media I'm not sure if that's all it was I mean he seemed like a bad dude no one was really a fan of him I wasn't really I kind of thought he was a dick but then he made his podcast and I kind of like started listening to that because I thought it was so ridiculous that he had a podcast and at the time he was never having guests so he had he had like his first a lot of his first episodes were just no guests and at the time he I listened to one or two and he was like talking about how he was not going to get a guest because he didn't need guests I thought that was what went down maybe I'm hallucinating but it was anyways i started listening to his show and i actually like kind of got to maybe hear what's going on inside his brain a little bit i kind of started to like him i was like fuck like i'm starting to like avery like this sucks yeah kind of started to like it sort of the content he's making and then like he's always been this guy that's been all about fitness and i don't listen to his show all the time lately he's gotten like real wildly political he gets like really involved with being like anti-vax and he's like he's like he would have been probably parking his transport in front of parliament hill if he had one (laughs) yeah he uh he gets really involved with that shit which sometimes i just find is tiring like i just like can't be bothered you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah. yeah.
0: i I, I just at some point i just feel like we're all instagram storying things it's like what are we doing like we're not doing fucking nothing yeah shut the fuck up but i'm intrigued with his echl signing but it could be kind of a sham. The ECHL has been an absolute joke this year with COVID call-ups and all this stuff. There's been a lot of players right. that, uh, you know, have been getting up, getting called up for one game, brought down for one game. You know what I mean? And yeah. we had like, there was a guy like Jeremy Leblonsky, He's a legendary enforcer. He signed with the Utah, no, the Idaho Steelheads. He played there like years ago. He only oh, ended really? up playing one game. He got sold like he was gonna be back. And then there's a new French team in Trois-Deviers, the Lions. I think that's now the Habs Ooh. coast team. But they had a guy named Pierre-Luc LeBlanc come on. He was a fucking absolute nail gun. They called him PLL. And he played in the show for a while. He was a tough guy. He played like one game and then didn't play again. And I think some of those guys were just being brought in for like players not being around. But Orlando's right. a pretty legit franchise. They do a pretty legit job of marketing. They just had that like spit and chicklets, Pink Whitney night or something like that at yeah. the barn and that's uh there's a spit and Chicklets episode there speaking highly about their like their venue and their franchise and what they got going on down there but mm. it's just like i don't know maybe he's serious i saw a video of him skating the other day it, it was his first time skating in like 10 years and he did not yeah, to be honest he didn't that. look very good
1: didn't look good at all man he didn't just look choppy. very sharp
0: but if I, yeah. I i don't that kind of that's like what it feels like if you have like two days off right now, for me, mid-season, if I have two days off, that's what I feel like I look like. I Probably on the next skate, <laughs> first practice back. So I couldn't imagine how 10 years off the ice feels. Yeah, it's tough. That's got to be I don't think you said he
1: skated. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, stupid question on my part there, but he, that was his first time right in 10 years. Like he wasn't lying. That the story is that skate.
0: after his last professional hockey game, he took off his skates and threw them in the Hudson River. That's apparently what he says. Like people are always I t- believe that. People are always tweeting that and shit at him and he is a good storyteller and he's got a very, oh, sure, a very interesting life. So I find it yeah. hilarious that he's had a he's had a kid now. Like what is he yeah. had a kid and now he wants to spend a bunch of time at the rink? Like it just kinda seems like a weird time <laughs> just to try and become yeah. a ghost hockey player. But right. I'm intrigued. I want to see oh, him get put in a game. I mean, that's a fast league. And yeah. it's a good league. And I was surprised Orlando, like this was today, I believe we're doing this as we speak. It's Wednesday, February 23rd, supposed to be his first day. Like This is the day they announced him being signing this morning when he was being announced. But right. Orlando already had a full video of interview of him, like his uh, post-practice thoughts and what how he was feeling and stuff like that. And he was speaking highly on the level of play, highly on the league. He's on the reserve list right now. Good start. So he's not on an active roster position. Won't be in the lineup. <laughs> Come puck trap there. Next home game for your solar mirrors. But it'll be interesting to see. I want him to get in the game. I hope he fucking just tunes someone in. I, everyone, I've everyone i heard people say, like, some there's been some rumblies. some Somebody's been talking to me like, a bunch of guys are going to try and fight him. I don't know.
1: I don't, didn't he just get new teeth? Wasn't he talking about he spent like a million dollars on his he's teeth? He's got enough in money he can get like, another set. Yeah, <laughs> true, but I heard that shit hurts so much, man. Put those in, like that's no, like that's he a He's definitely got new set.
0: teeth. Those things are shiny. Those things are perfect. Yeah, I, I wonder he what too. he's gonna play like. He, he he, if if he has all this anger over like bike lanes in New York City and all these <laughs> videos he's creating. I really hope he can go to a hockey game and like scrap a bit and you know make some you know make yeah. some memories. He's also playing in the the Southern Division in the East Coast League where he's playing. There's someone that's going to fight him. Like that's a tough division.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: now with rumblings of Matthew Barnaby wanting to sign cuz they were trying to chirp each other for a rough and rowdy tilt that Avery said he'd never do. But now Avery's trying to play in the coast. Barnaby's trying to get signed. That would be hysterical.
1: Does Barnaby actually want to fight him, like, for real? or is it? Did just you ever like- see
0: that clip on he, – he tweeted at him on Twitter once and literally called him out saying, I want to do a rough and rowdy, like, at Stool really? Presidente, like, or, or, organize it now. And then Avery replied saying something like, Hey, if you want to come fight me, come to the end of my driveway, <laughs> and and I'll, I'll fight you on fucking Instagram Live, and then he and then so I don't think funny. there anything else really came of that. I'll fight you on Instagram Live, but this would be fucking awesome, man. This would be hilarious. That would be dope. Yeah, I really hope that that happens. I mean, who 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 knows what? I I def I just at this point I wouldn't bet on them playing more than a game or two. Avery-wise. He's yeah. 41 years old, dude. I don't think he's going to be able to yeah. hack it. I don't. That's not a knock on him if he's in really good shape, but the game's changed a lot, man. I don't know. I really – I want to see Marketing. a comeback story, but I think he's going to get a couple games in for sure, but I don't think he's going to be, like, making a playoff run. That's a pretty good team, I think. So, we'll yeah, fucking fair. see. We'll fucking see. What do you Magic think? Magic just Aaron?
1: becomes, like, an assistant coach. Sorry.
0: He should. Yeah. He'll never do that. He's too. I think it's just a publicity stunt. He's just trying to get back. Yeah, I think him. so, too. You think? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Well, Salty, I'm not gonna lie, we've had you on for a really long time. I didn't really ask you your scheduling but this show. We like to just kind of roll with the flow here. It's after ten like o'clock here, our time. You are a teacher. You gotta get back in the classroom tomorrow.
1: I do have to educate you tomorrow. I got my grade ten science class right, right at the start. You should have
0: just prepped for your class tonight. You could have taught your class tonight. <laughs> Imagine. I would have just sent that for the week. I would have taken this week off. Just mail it in. <laughs> and it in sounds and just put
1: like that
0: a on. huge nerd. Well, I, you know, I always, I, in my head, I was like, well, we've got to talk about so much. But, you know, Salty, I'm definitely going to have you back on. Maybe you can just be like, if I ever want to guest, I'll just have you on as a reoccurring person just to shoot the shit with. like so like we did tonight. And we'll get more yeah. down into the topics of the world that we live in and the, what we need to talk about, really. You know what I mean? That's right. Just well, fucking alright man. I'm, I think I'm just going to end it there, too. That's, this, folks, this is episode 58. This is what we do here. This is the project. This is an old friend of mine the lake show what else do you want to know is what you used to always say oh. i know this is the project and thanks for finally getting on salty it's uh, my bad that it's taken this long but thank you for being a part of 58 brent thanks for uh doing nothing and um yeah it was good
1: i appreciate it, man thanks for having me thank and you very brent, much folks so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man stay salty see you guys